Hello, happy little business owners. I'm Rose Benoya of Ati's Designs, and this is the Happy Little Business Diary, Episode 1. Hi guys, welcome to the HLB Diary. Today I wanted to talk about the benefits of having a bunch of different price points. Now, I know just how tricky pricing can be, especially when you're making the change from hobbyist to professional, but it's important to have lots of different price points so you have a little something for everyone. Last month, I was at an art walk selling my jewelry and my fiancé was selling his paintings. Um, This art walk is relatively new and we didn't expect to sell much, but it grows every month and we love being there to see the beginning. Last month, the location we were at um, for the art walk had a lot of new vendors. Um, for a lot of these sellers, this was their first time selling their paintings. One guy had gorgeous artwork, but he didn't sell anything. He was a bit discouraged at the end, but when I asked him if he had any of his paintings as prints, he said he never thought about it. I would have bought a print from him that night. There is this amazing night forest landscape that he made, but I couldn't afford the painting itself. If he had a print, though, he would have made at least one sale that night. There are so many ways to have your art printed so that you can sell it on a smaller scale. My friend Audrey Miller of Audrey Miller Art has her illustrations on pinbacks. These sell like crazy at craft shows. She can honestly sell hundreds of these at a good show. As a jewelry designer, it was hard for me to find something I could make that was quick and easy and worth it to keep it at a low price point. Something I sell a lot of are inexpensive earrings. These could be simple glass pearl dangles. Now watch out, I'm about to break out some math here so don't fall asleep on me. You hear the word pearl, but they're pretty inexpensive to make. Let's break it down. You could get a strand of cute glass pearls from a craft store for a dollar. I won't mention which major craft store it is, but maybe you could figure it out. Let's say you get 30 pearls on one strand, making each glass pearl cost 4 cents. That's rounding it up from 0.033 cents. A pack of headpins and earring wires is about $2.99 each. If there are 30 earring wires in a pack, each earring wire costs 10 cents. If there are 75 headpins in a pack, each headpin costs 4 cents. You'll need two of each to make a pair of earrings, bringing the grand total of materials to 36 cents. This isn't including the gas it takes to get you to the craft store, which some people do include, but it gives you an idea of the kind of inexpensive items you could make for your jewelry business. Time for an extra bit of math just to confuse you a little more. I want to just say that I hope you're all including some kind of hourly wage or salary with your pricing. You need to be paid, and I hope you value yourself enough to include it in your pricing. Now, if it were me, I could probably make all these earrings from those materials in about an hour. The salary I'd pay myself as a jewelry designer could be, let's say, $20 an hour. Breaking down that number by minute, I'm making about 33 cents a minute. Let's break down the hour by the pair of earrings. For 15 pairs of these earrings, it would take me, on average, 4 minutes to make one pair because they are so simple. The cost of my time per pair of earrings is $1.32. Now you could just add your salary plus the cost of materials to get some kind of price. This would bring your price to 
$1.68 per pair of earrings. Essentially, you're paying yourself back for the materials and a little bit for your time. If you want to turn a profit, I would at least double it. In reality, this would probably be your wholesale price. I would personally triple it and leave yourself a little room to offer a discount and still make a little bit of a profit. Tripling the price would bring it to $5.04 per pair of earrings. Round that down to $5 and you've still got a good price point for a pretty pair of handmade earrings. Now, if you got a little uncomfortable at the mention of making a profit, I want you to think about this. Without a profit, your business will never grow. It can be an ugly word, but only if you make it so. You want to have a successful handmade business. While it may not be the main part of your business, you do need to earn money to keep things going. Also, I want you to think about this with your pricing. If you're pricing your items too low, it not only drives the rest of the community to cut their own prices just to compete with you, but it also reflects on how much you value yourself, love yourself, price yourself correctly, and honor your work. Pricing is so confusing and a sensitive topic. I could dedicate an entire episode on raising your prices because chances are all of us need to raise our prices. But now I'm way off topic. So, having these $5 earrings mixed into your other handmade jewelry allows people who may not be able to afford your $20 bracelet but still want to support you to purchase something. It gives people an, an inexpensive gift option and allows you to have some sort of upsell. Maybe the earrings match a more expensive necklace? Who knows? Now back to the art walk scenario. At this particular art walk, I've never sold very many of my popular Etsy pieces. Sometimes I'll get someone who wants to buy an infinity bracelet or a crystal bangle. But most of my sales like at shows like this, they come from my inexpensive earrings. Once I made over $200 from a two-hour show from these earrings alone. These are called my bread and butter pieces because while I love designing and selling the more complicated pieces, the ones I sell the most of at shows are what help keep my business going. They're what put food on the table and help me live. For my fiancé, he sells a lot of greeting cards made from his artwork. Another friend of mine, Kelly Frisbee of Kellsworth Inc., sells a ton of prints and greeting cards made from her adorable illustrations. I knew a lady who made simple stretchy bracelets and sold those for about $5. Another person who makes toys also makes simple keychains or little inexpensive polymer clay sculptures. So use your imagination. You are a crazy creative creature. I'm sure you can come up with something amazing to add to your lineup. And that's it. Um, no emails yet for this show, as this is episode one. Um, but if you would like to email the show with your questions, comments, or tips, please feel free to email me, rose, at happylittlebusiness at yahoo.com. Uh, you can follow the blog at happylittlebusiness.wordpress.com, where you can find all the Twitter and Facebook information. If you'd like to follow my jewelry business, you can find my blog, at AhtesDesigns.com, that's A-H-T-E-E-S Designs.com, or check out the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash AhtesDesigns. I'm also on Twitter at AhtesBlurbs. And that's it. I'm Rose Benoya, and thank you so much for joining me today. Happy creating! <laughs>